0: One. good evening everyone welcome to the special episode of for the love of books podcast featuring indie and small press authors with host emma Polova. with the national novel writing month just around the corner we've created this discussion panel power your nano 2021 to answer your questions about the 50k word writing challenge coming up in November, are you all ready for NanoRIMO 2021? Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, we are. And the Nano Expert panelists are authors Jean Davies, Sarah Shanning, and Christine Rickey. Welcome. Hi, Jean. Can you give us your nano background along with the most recent title that you have written during the last 50k challenge?
1: Yes, I'm Jean Davis. Um, I write sci-fi and fantasy. I have been a nano participant. This will be my 16th year. Um, I have won, as as it were, I've made my 50,000 words all but one year, which I was building a house, so I gave myself a pass on that one. But um yeah so I I write something every year and that becomes my project that I work on the rest of the year and keep going so my project that I wrote last year was called the minor years um it will be out at the end of this month I was hoping today but that didn't quite happen because
2: life
1: um (laughs) so this is a a book from my series and it will be out at the end of this month that was last year's dinner project excellent Sarah
0: how about you
2: Well, I don't have 16 years under my belt, but I started in 2018. My husband's best friend is an author as well. So we decided to have a little competition and I won because I like to win. And, um, that was the beginning of my writing career really, because I had stopped writing since high school. And then last NaNoWriMo, um, I worked on seal six in my series. This is it here. And, uh, finish that and this year I've got plans for the seventh in that series. Great, thank you. Christina, how about you? Uh,
3: I began, my my first NaNoWriMo year was 2008. Um, So I've been doing this for 13 years. There were a couple years after um, my son died in 2010 when I was unable to write so it was kind of terrifying i had to really fight to find my words and my writing voice again but um, as a result of nano i have two published novels uh flowers for rodney which i wrote in 2009 but wasn't published until 2014 because writing is hard and they said she was crazy i wrote in 2014-15 and was published in 2016. Um, but my most recent nano um, is titled, um, I'll abbreviate it here in case there's sensitive ears, but it's um, F it, I'm 50. And um, I actually spent two, I wrote two full drafts of it during different nano years, but they just turned into what I call puke drafts. They were just rough drafts. It wasn't the right story. And um, I finally figured out that I had three main protagonist. So I then spent two more nanos writing the draft for my newest novel. And um, it is with my beta readers now. And I'm hoping to have it out for the Women's Expo in February.
0: Thank you. Let's start off with the Q&A. My first question and the most common question I get asked is how do you find the time to write this many words each day, Jean?
1: Um, I usually start writing in the morning. Like I just get up and start writing. So my brain is like, this is the thing I'm doing. I'm not worrying about work or what I'm making for food or anything else. I I just sit and do that. Um, so I usually try to write for an hour or two in the morning and then as I can pick it out through the rest of the day sometimes it's 15 minutes here or there 10 minutes here and there and
0: it all adds up. It sure does. And your daily quota? I aim for
1: the good old six, one thousand six hundred and sixty-seven words. But um, <laughs> when I'm attempting to overachieve, I try to get two thousand, just to build okay. a
0: buffer.
2: How about you, Sarah? Well, I just commit. I my first year, I did it to win, but I just I like to win, so I've made it a goal ever since. And I set my word goal at seventeen hundred. And I wake up in the morning, knowing that's my goal. And I kind of like Jean, whenever there's time, I will sit down and start. And it's my husband's a hunter. So, you know, dear widow's weekend. Nana, no. Nana, Remo is really my, I'm like, I'm writing, leave me alone. And my family leaves me alone and I will stay up until it's done. And if I don't finish, which doesn't happen very often then I will just carry it over till the next day. Mm-hmm. And do okay. both of word quotas at the same day, so.
0: Okay, you,
3: Christine? Um, well, when I was teaching, this is my fourth year of retirement, uh, but when I was teaching, I was um, I would have an awful lot of days where it was, hey, everyone, it's a write all hour day, so that I could sit and work on my novel. Um, but, you know, I, I shoot for the number, right, the 1667, six, but it really depends on the book that I'm working on, because some years it's especially in the beginning, it was kind of like, I have to get this done. But the more that I've done it, the more I find it's easier to hit those, those goals. And I try to go above the goal a little bit every day, just so I have a, a cushion. Um, but honestly, it's a, it's what they've said, you know, my, my husband knows it's November. See you later. You know, I took my headphones in, and he can be watching TV, or I can be in my office and see you in December is kind of a thing.
0: (laughs) All righty. How do you structure your project? Do you have an outline, or are you just writing by the seat of your pants if you're wearing any?
1: For the most part, I've usually gone just like sat down and went, I'm writing a sci-fi story. And I, I sit down and I start writing a story. Um this past few years I actually um I for I actually outlined this book, which was the first thing I've ever done that. Um, but it was a, a book between two currently published books, so it kind of needed to have that structure. Um, I prefer just to sit down and write because that's kind of the whole spirit of the thing for me. Uh, this year, I have a synopsis I'm working off of, so it's just two pages of generally the storyline, and I'm just going to go from that.
2: Okay, Sarah, got the question. Uh, how oh, do yes. you sure? No. <laughs> <structure. laughs> okay, structure. I'm sorry. I am a painter. so I don't you have on. terrible i'm sorry uh uh, i don't outline i just i know this is my goal this is what i'm working on and i i do this with every book i don't know what happens until i write it so i kind of hit every project like that because i get it really excited when something fun comes out and then i'm like the reader i'm like oh that just happened that's so cool and it just kind of feeds the next round so i just write for fun like darla said and go from there see what happens yeah all right you christine uh, well, my very first year doing Nano, I
3: didn't realize that it was like allowed, because I'm a big rule follower, um, <laughs> to actually plan before November 1st. So like November 1st, I was like, huh, I wonder what I should write about. Um, I got smarter after that. So I, I don't really outline specifically, but I'll just do uh, just the general, this is where I want to start and, and okay. probably going to go kind of this way. But I let my characters tell me I like like Sarah said sometimes I'm like oh my gosh I can't believe this is what's happening and I'm like so fun
0: okay how are you preparing for nano 2021 (laughs) it's just another month for me (laughs) it's just another month for you
1: it's another month of writing um I just know I'm going into it to write so um Most of the year I end up editing or editing for other people or revising a project or doing other things. So this is my month where I just know I'm going to just sit and write and not worry about what it looks like right now, but just getting the words on the page. Uh, So I usually do like my extra house cleaning this month. I will do things that I know is going to distract me later on, (laughs) Uh, try to get my outdoor work done ahead of time and know I can just focus on writing for November.
2: You, Sarah? Uh, I just go into it knowing that I'm going to write 50,000 words, but this year is my first year where I have, uh, I have readers waiting for this book. So they've contacted me and I were like, give me a date. I'm like, okay, Christmas. So I am going into this one. I'm not preparing. I'm just going with life, but I'm just, I'm going to finish this book and I'm going to edit it by the end of November and I'm going to publish it by Christmas. So I'm going in determined a lot. Great.
3: You, Christine? Sarah, I just keep all I can think of after you said that was uh, best wishes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Crazy. I can do it. <laughs> um, this year, I am uh, going to be writing a book around an idea that somebody else actually gave me. It's about uh, one of the horses at the Mustang Rescue and Sanctuary that I'm involved with. And, um, hopefully that's a 50,000 word story and, um, it will be because I will write 50,000 words in wow. November, the last couple of years. Like I said, I was working on finishing the draft of, um, my new novel that I have had readers waiting for, for about six years and God bless them. They're still waiting. So, <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's great that they're still waiting. I know. And it's
3: so good because it's really worth it. It is. It always is, right? I really, I just, I love, I love this book that I wrote. I love the characters. Like, I want to hang out and have drinks with them. I have hung out and had drinks with them. So uh, (laughs) I'm really excited about that one and to see what I come up with for this November.
0: All righty. What do you do when you either hit a writer's block or a crossroad when you need to make an important decision in your plot and you really don't have time for that in doing nano? So how do you resolve those situations? Jean first. Just skip right on ahead.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I just, I just make a little note of this was what needs to happen here, and we'll get back to that later because you just want to keep the momentum going. Right. So just, just keep writing, just keep writing. Don't get distracted.
2: Sarah. Well, I wish I could do that Jean, but I have never been able to move past where I'm at and skip something and go back. So my biggest advice that I give myself and other people when they ask is write one sentence. If I don't know where I'm going or what I'm doing, or I'm bored, whatever it is, I write one sentence and then if I need a break, I take one. And if I don't, then I write one more. And then I write one more until I hit that magic sentence where things just start going. And then you're past that. And I have this a lot during nano remo. I'm thinking for a lot of people, but just one sentence can be all it takes. So that's the goal. The little engine, the good. All righty. You, Christine?
3: Uh, really what, they, what they've already said, I, I don't ever let myself stop and overthink things during I'll write it out one way and then I may put a you know a note like all in caps in my draft that says, wow, that's really probably not the way you wanna go. Maybe this, and then I'll write it the other way and just, just kind of roll with it um, because eventually the characters will tell me what needs to happen.
2: Yes. And
3: if they don't, then I know I'm not on the right track anyway, so.
0: So what do you do then when you find out that you're not on the right track you take a different path.
3: I just write it the other way. Then.
0: The other way. Yep. Nano okay. is all about getting
3: the words on the page. Don't yep. stop. Don't reread. Don't go back and start at the beginning again. Just write it.
0: Okay. That question kind of bleeds into the next one. How do you handle the different twists and turns in your story, Jean? Um. I just write through them. I mean, sometimes I've, I've
1: written stuff that just I know is not going to stay in there, but I need to pan it out and see, see what happens and, and go from there. And sometimes it's stuff that gets cut. And sometimes it's like, oh, I like that better than what I was thinking it was going to go. And so just let the scenes happen and feel free to write
2: it from two different directions and see which one you like better. Okay, Sarah. Well, I think one thing I've learned about myself is that I never like what I write, but don't throw it out because every time I'm like, I hated that book. My readers are like, but I loved that book. And I'm like, okay. So I just, I am either bored or I'm excited and I just keep writing it. And if I get super bored, then I kill people off. It's a problem, but I do that a lot. So um, you just, sometimes you just throw a glitch in and that's what keeps you going because you just need to have a little fun with your characters and see how they handle it. And that can take you all kinds of places. Christine? You know,
3: they, they've already said it, but the other thing you can use also is, you know, the, the brains behind NanoRimo they are constantly on a daily basis sending you ideas and pep talks and different things. And sometimes I've read one of their ideas, like the very first, first novel that I wrote for NaNo, I remember it was like, oh, if you're stuck, send your character, you know, grocery shopping, and I was like, well, that's stupid, blah blah blah. But then I did it, and it did it. Like, it just gets your my fingers moving on the keyboard, and then it was like, oh, but wait, she meets this person in the, and it just it just happens. If you don't stop, it will happen. Um, I've actually started where I won't end. I don't end a writing session, like where an end of a chapter might be. I go into the next chapter and I've even stopped mid-sentence sometimes so that when I pick it up again, all I have to do is read the last couple sentences and then I just keep
0: writing. Thank you. Let's talk about your Nano 2021 project and your protagonist. Percentage-wise, how much of your project is ready to go, whether in scenes or in your head? Whatever method of plotting you're using, percentage-wise, huh? <laughs> how much of your project is ready to go? Uh, about 0.5%. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, have, I have that one and, one and a half page synopsis and... I'll just sit down and write. So that's, that's more than I often start with. Um, I, I've started a book with a person's name and knowing it's a fantasy story.
0: And oh, what happens from there? Yeah. That's insane, Jean. That's insane. That's insane,
1: Jean. I uh, love you. Love it. <laughs> that that's this book right crazy. here. <laughs> oh my
0: God. I
1: had her name and I said, it's a fantasy story with a female main character and go.
0: How about wow. this time? Do you have your main character, your protagonist? Uh, I, no. Who are we talking to? No. Jean. <laughs> We're talking to G now. She it's has 0.5% really ready. So no main character. Nothing. It is, it is, it's a young
1: boy, it's a young, young person. And yeah, that's,
4: that's
1: I mean, I, I don't assign names ahead of time. They just fly out of my fingers. So
0: oh my god, I love magic
2: it. fingers. Sarah, how about you? Well, I write like Jean. I don't know either. But this book, Seal um, 7, that I'm trying to finish is more than halfway done. So, I mean, it's different, I think, every remo for what you're working on and where you're at in a project. But I'm more than halfway done, so I kind of know where I'm going. And it's the seventh in my series, which is the last one before part two, which is the next seven. So this one's difficult because I have plot points to tie up and I have mm-hmm. to end it with a resolution where the reader won't hate me but also leave it open for when I do continue the series, which I'm not, I, I would love to take a break. So there's a lot going into it and that scares me, but I'm going to do it anyway. We're going to see what happens. Yeah. So yeah. Okay, Christine. Um,
3: I know that I am writing a story about a horse named Thor. I'm and saying. it's a black Frisian. <laughs> That's all I've got so far. So five percent uh, less than Jean. That's more than 0.5, right?
1: Panzers unite. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Which plotting method, if any, do you use? The seeds and the index cards, the roller coaster plot, the nine-step plot dot, or save the cat 15 beat sheet and why? Gene first.
1: When I would do, um, when I would instruct the young writers program, I did that for years and years with elementary school and middle school and high school kids, and I would always have them do the roller coaster, um, just because it's easy to see, and use. Personally, I don't use anything, but <laughs> people going into it not knowing how they write, I would suggest starting with one of those, just so you you don't get lost. And if you've never written anything before, it's good to have some sort of guide to what you're planning on doing. Um, having written many books, I kind of know my process and know how I work best. And so I just go with it from there now.
2: Sarah, Uh, this is my plotting method, post-it notes. That's when I have an idea, I write it down above my computer. Here is a giant board full of them. And then I have another one over here and there's this one behind me too, has a few sprinkled, but That's how I plot. If I think of something, I write it down. And if it gets written in, awesome. If it doesn't, I crumble it up and throw it away. Christine? Yeah, I don't really have a set
3: plot that I, you know, plan that I follow like that. I start where I feel my characters need to start. And um, I just roll with it. Um, The, the draft of, they said she was crazy. When I started Nano with that one, I ended up writing this complete backstory for one of my characters that I had no intention originally of writing. And as I, I still remember sitting on my couch, working on it, thinking, where's all this coming from? And I'm like, well, it, it's all right, you know, you'll get to your 1700 words, whatever today. And it actually became a really important part of, of the story of the character. So if I had been following a set plan, that wouldn't have happened. Mm. So I just, I just roll with it.
0: As a former teacher of
3: writing, it's kind of sad, but that's what I do.
0: (laughs) Okay. What do you do when you get the halfway sluggish fatigue in your writing process during nano? That half is a serious thing. point, point. What, do, what how do you deal with that?
1: Just keep writing. Um, <laughs> that, is, that is generally the answer. Um, yeah, set somebody on fire, kill somebody, do something that makes, <laughs> I mean, something that like gets you going, it makes you think, yes, you know, okay, well, I know where I'm, I'm usually by about the halfway point, you know what you need to do to get to the end, you kind of have an idea where you're heading, hopefully, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, so you
0: just set something on fire. (laughs) You set something on fire. Excellent. (laughs) That's interesting. Sarah, you, what do you do when you
2: get that fatigue? Uh, Same thing. I mean, I just keep going, but what I found is really helpful for me is just having that partner for the competition. There's just something about saying, what's your workout? And hearing where they're at, and you're like, you're too close, or you're ahead of me. And then that will just spur me on. I'll be like, Oh no, you're not winning. I'm going to win. So if you're competitive at all, I highly recommend finding someone to compete with.
0: Mm-hmm. Christine.
3: Yeah. I just hate to, I hate to lose. So <laughs> I mean, sometimes it's all. as simple as just right. Like, I mean, I am, i have people that know me will be shocked by this, but I'm kind of competitive. So sometimes it's just as simple as going outside and like breathing some fresh air or finding it writing in a different place. Um, but yeah, I just, I just keep muddling through. I'm like, there's only 30 days in November. You can do this for 30 days. Mm -hmm. So I mean, it is, it's just, it's a commitment. It, It seems crazy that, you know, there's, there's no, I mean, the prize is that we get to buy a t-shirt. So um, it's, it's just really a mental commitment that you make and you either do it. And there have been years where I haven't been able to, um, you know, and it is what it is, but I still come back every year.
0: Okay. We're gonna open up to the audience for questions because we only have a few, like 10 minutes left. So if you could post your questions in the chat box, Colleen, Diane, can you post your questions? And if you don't have any, then I am gonna continue interrogating these fine authors. Interrogating. <laughs> interrogating? That was just a that joke. That sounds like to a good lady. more work. Set him on fire or <laughs> set him an interrogation. Yes. That was just a joke. All right. We have no questions from the audience, so I will continue. Accountability and buddies. Who are your accountability buddies, Jean? Um, my, the, the current now that took
1: over for me, ML, um, uh, we always had this kind of a thing We we kind of write at the same sort of pace and speed through the month. And so we, we kind of do the whole, the whole thing where I look at her word count and go, gosh, I'm, she's ahead of me and I'll sit and I'll write. And now she's like, oh, no, you're ahead of me. And we, she sits and writes. And so we kind of do that through the whole month and, uh, it works out really well. Just having, having that one person, like Sarah said, that you're, you're kind of in a competition with or a group of people that you kind of see their word count mm-hmm. and it's like, it just drives you to at least meet that word or exceed it, so now you're ahead. It's
2: crazy little things like that. <laughs> okay, Sarah? Yep, I have my writing buddy, my um, husband's best friend, as I mentioned, is an author, so uh, I typically write faster than him, but he doesn't hold it against me and still does his best, but I have the privilege this year of having so many more author friends on Facebook that I've met in the last couple years, and I'm so new that I'm still building that tribe, but it's really nice to be able to just, hey, how are you doing on Na- Rimo and where are you at? So that I have someone else out there who may be at the same, like Jean, like Darla said, Gene, I never know what to call you, uh, that same pace as I am. Like, okay, you're close. That's good. Now I know I have a little competition going on if he's not where I'm at. So having more than one person out there is good. I like having that.
0: Christine?
3: Yeah. I have different people every year that will reach out and say, you know, are you doing nano this year? Can I be your buddy? And then I also, um, I belong to a writing group that meets every Thursday morning in Ionia. And so it's every week they're um, interrogating me. That was actually a good word for it. And they're like, (laughs) how are you doing? Why are you behind? What are you doing? And then when we write there, the prompts that we give, also, I can work those into Nano, so I just use that as another boost. Like, and actually, some of the um, the prompts over the years from that Thursday morning group, when I was working through my revisions on my new novel before I gave it to my beta readers, um, I was like, oh, I remember that. That was a prompt from from Word Gatherers.
1: So. Yeah, I kind of brought up A good point about the local groups. Um, if you have a, a region, a, a local region and you're active with Nano, that's a great thing to get involved with. Uh, my, my local region that I used to be in charge of that I retired from, um, they're very active. So there's write-ins to go to. There's lots of word challenges where you add words to the story or do word wars with those people. And so having that group to, to rely on has been great as far as just encouragement and, mm-hmm. and urging you to write each day.
4: Mm -hmm. Okay. Colleen, you had a question? Um, Jean went ahead and started questions that I posted there, um, which was because you were inquiring about accountabilities and uh, people and and buddies and whatnot, uh, but as a multiple year participant in NaNoWriMo, uh, there's a lot of uh, local groups and um, and that are fantastic to get. I was wondering if any of the participants had um, Uh, any of the other authors had actually joined any of their local groups to reap the benefits of that and what they thought. Jean?
1: Yeah, so I used to be in charge of my local group. Um, So Mm -hmm. I I did that for nine years. So I was organizing write-ins and the kickoff parties and all that good stuff and all the online things. And now it's all online, which the person who took over for me, she kind of got off really easy on that. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah that's a great great resource to get into to use those those people right now we're all on discord so that's a whole discord group that you're involved with and you can ask each other if you like I'm stuck in this plot what do you think I should do or you know what what words should we throw everyone throws into their story today and it just gives you something to kind of mm-hmm. keep you going and, and like oh well, today we're using a thousand forks in your story so there you go have fun with that and then everybody kind of posts I, that ended up in one of my books. <laughs> and like you said, I go back and read it. I'm like, oh yeah, that was, that was a word challenge. That was a word challenge. Um, but just, we go back and post like the sentence in which you used it so everybody can kind of see like, oh, you can really think outside the box and use it like this. Yeah, there's, and, and Nano posts a lot of questions or or suggestions like that too, oh, themselves awesome. without having to be in a region. It's, it's great. And I also have my talent group that where a lot of us participate. So that group also, helps to do with accountability.
2: Sarah, are you in any groups? I was before COVID. And like I said, this is my first Zoom. So when they started doing that, I was out. I actually don't like being on camera, um, but I think they're meeting again in person. So I perhaps will go back. We'll see, I don't know. And I'm sorry right. for my dogs, they won't be quiet. That's all right, Christine. <laughs>
0: Um, I did,
3: I did join my local group um, in Lansing. I went to a number of things a few years ago, but with, um, you know, with COVID, everything was virtual. And so I chose not to do it virtually because I was feeling very overwhelmed with all the virtual things. It, it was, um, I know, Jean, I've read where you've posted that, you know, you were prolifically writing during the lockdown. And for me, it really was the opposite. It it hit me hard it was yeah. like me my too. characters all me three too. of my characters it was like they shut the door closed the windows and were like sorry yeah like later bitches we're out and i was like <laughs> okay and i yep. couldn't force it like i can't force my characters to participate and it was it was really hard but um you know they came back um luckily that didn't happen during nano so that was good Um, but, um, yeah, so I, I write with my Thursday group, but I don't belong to any local specifically nano groups right now. All right. Colleen
4: has a second
0: question.
4: Uh, everyone was discussing the word count goal thing earlier and. And, and trying to reach that and um, and everything. I know that for me, I try to work ahead, especially at the beginning of the month when motivation is very high, because you guys were talking about that midpoint slump as well. So do, does anyone um, try, try to do that? Try to bank a, a heavier word count when you are feeling motivated, when you have that extra oomph, even if it is like two thirds of the way through um, just to get ahead a little bit so you can afford yourself those, those slower days.
1: Definitely. <laughs> yes. Um, I definitely, I try to get my normal, your goal and using the the graph on the nano site where you I put in your on every day <laughs> and you can look at it and go, Oh, I got to be above the line every day. And then see how far above you are. And that's kind of fun. It's just, kind of the little incentive of putting your stupid word count in and seeing your dot for the day and where you are is, is exciting. Um, but yes, try to bank some because there's always going to be some family thing that comes up or you get sick or whatever it is. you You're not going to meet your word goal every single day. And to be able to have that buffer just takes, takes the stress off where mm-hmm. you can just go, okay, today I'm not going to make
0: it. And it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> All right, before we do our parting shots, I would like to thank our sponsors, Doc Chauvin and Digital Quill Services for Writers with author Colleen, parting shots, Jean, first. Oh boy, Um,
1: I'm going to go with just keep writing. I'm just going to go a little Dory voice on it, just keep writing, just keep writing. Yes, because that is, that is what you got to do all now.
2: <laughs> Sarah. I don't know what a parting shot is, but I'm going to guess it's a motivational